Financial Studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce. Your home sold guaranteed realties higher price.com. The St. Patrick's Day edition of Social Studies today. As we explore Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata. Sarah's here to take us through it. Hi, Sarah. Hello. Do we have Hello. a pot of gold around here? How Ooh. about no? Any lucky charms, perhaps? I, I love, love lucky them. charms. I do, too. So good. Yeah. It's like my favorite, I feel like trash, I don't want to make anything for myself. I'm yep. going to pour myself a bowl of that. Is that right? I learned not long ago playing team trivia. Lucky Charms were in, was invented by a guy who uh, put uh, he took a bowl of Cheerios and then cut up circus peanuts, the candy. Oh! And put it, and that's that was the birth, the origin of oh. Lucky Charms. Could have been sued by two different companies there. <laughs> Could have been. Yeah. Bless you, sir. I appreciate your innovation. Wow. I love Lucky Charms, but Cheerios with circus peanuts sounds horrible to me. It really does. It sounds <laughs> awful. Circus peanuts are not for me. All right. Welcome into Social Studies on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Hi, everybody. We are on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata. That's where Jarrett posts our fabulous questions every single day, and I pull my favorite answers from there. So if you want to participate, at Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter is the place to do so. Let's start out with the Phoenix Suns. Josh Akogi and Campaign both were getting some love for how they played against the Orlando Magic in the Suns' win last night. Uh, 18 points, 5 assists, and 1 turnover for campaign coming off the bench. Josh Akogi had 15 points, 4 boards, 4 assists, 3 steals, and 3 blocks, including the block that kept the game from going to overtime. So of these 4 options, guys, which role player do you most believe can be consistent when it really matters for the Suns, who do you trust most to be that go-to guy? Ooh. So that's Campaign, mm-hmm. it's Josh Akogi, Terrence Ross, and Tori Craig. Who can step up? I like this question a lot. So do I. And I eliminate two off the bat. I'm eliminating Terrence Ross. The tribe has spoken, Terrence. Oh, and uh, Tori Craig, you have been eliminated from the race. I, I'm right with you. <laughs> uh, Even comes, though Craig has started so many games this year for the Suns. Yes, but that's the only consistent thing. And he was I thought he did a lot of good things last night, especially mm-hmm. on the defensive side of the uh, of the ball, hit, hit a couple threes. It comes down to campaign and Josh Okogie, and I think based on history with the Suns and what he's done in the postseason, I'm putting I'm putting my vote behind campaign. Yep. Vinny is, uh, Vinny is, I, I like the way you diagnosed. That's exactly what I did in my head. Campaign, if campaign gets on a heater, and we've seen him do this before. Yes. Uh-huh. If he can get hot for two and a half, three weeks, he can change everything. He, he's, it, it's not that he's that good. It's, he's just the blend of all of it. He's, he's energetic. He's, he's unorthodox. Unorthodox. Controlled chaos. Controlled chaos. When he really gets going. He, yeah. And he's just got, he's got a lot of that. And again, the word juice comes up because the Suns miss that. They need yes. some of that. He yeah. scored 29 points once upon a time in a Western Conference Finals game. He did. So. Right. He did. When the Suns really right. needed the guy. Too, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if he if he can tap in tap into the rage tree, if he can do that. He's got a little something coming out of the side of his neck, right? <laughs> okay. Campaign got a lot of votes, but Josh Okogie has 43% of the votes. Josh Okogie. Love that guy. Love that guy. That's the role player that... Our voters mm-hmm. most believe can be consistent for the Suns when, when it he matters. says something coming out of the side of his neck. Do you read that as Frankenstein the bolt? Okay, so know? like a no, bolt. I don't know. It's not no, like I, a vein. I, I didn't know no, it was no, something it's the that's vein. like it's when you're mad. Some people, okay. some people they get mad. The vein pops on the that's right. That's another one. Yeah. 
I didn't know if it was something protruding out of the side of his neck like Frankenstein's like, monster, a vein, or if it, was, it meant like something's oozing out of the side of his oh, neck, no. something uh, coming Fra- out of the... Uh, Frankenstein was, uh, you know, he, he had the, uh, the the anger, I think, but his 40 time was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Very stiff. <laughs> and Jared, don't no you know it's Frankenstein? Oh. Frankenstein. Frankenstein, neighbor of Machu Eberflos. Okay, Josh Kogi, 43% of the vote. All right. 31% are looking to campaign to be that guy. 17% think Tory Craig can be the most consistent when it matters. And 9% vote for Terrence Ross. Uh, Hazer says it's hard to trust campaign after last year's playoffs. I would love to trust him, though. AJ, on the other hand, says, how is campaign second? This is the Suns' problem, though. All three of the other guys are never consistent. It's got to be Josh Kogi on this list. Crazy to say that I want Landry Shamit back. Ha ha. Wish we didn't get rid of Dario Saric. A lot of thoughts there. Yeah, a lot. From AJ. Yeah. Okay, Terrence Ross is a liability defensively, says, period. I don't know if he should get minutes in the playoffs. Teams are just going to attack him. Offensively, we need him on the court, but defensively, we do not. And then a lot of people asked for other, but didn't write in who their other would be. So I don't know. That's an incomplete grade for all of you. That is correct. All right, let's get to our next question. U of A basketball fans struggling today, including Jarrett Carlin and myself, after the team's loss to Princeton yesterday, 59-55. Rough game, rough ending. Oof. What is the most embarrassing loss that you guys have ever witnessed by the team that you love the most? Your favorite team? Yeah. Embarrassing, not painful. That's what I said. No, 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 I know. I'm just going to Game seven, Suns Mavericks last year. That embarrassing, that's the one. That's not painful. That's the most embarrassing. It was embarrassing and painful, but it was very embarrassing. They got worked. That is at the top of the list. I mean, a lot. I I haven't checked the thread, but I'm guessing a lot of people said Cardinals 58 nothing against Seattle. But that was a bad football team. Mm -hmm. A couple of people wrote that in. See, for for me, the Cardinals against the Panthers in the 2015 NFC Championship game was was more embarrassing because they they got housed. And that was a really good football team playing another good team, but they didn't show up that day. That was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. You guys just mentioned the two most okay. most responded to. It was it was the Suns-Mavs Game 7, without a doubt. Most people wrote in with that. But for the Cardinals, they went to the 2015 NFC Championship game uh, as, as their worst memory. Uh, let's see. Let's go to some others then. Ralph Amsden says, I'm still mad about this and it's been 15 years and it's a screenshot of ASU football <laughs> losing to UNLV 23-20 uh, in no. overtime. Oh, and it's just a bunch of field goals. Yes. You remember? Because they had oh, Georgia, the next game. highly ranked that Georgia game. with Matthew Stafford at yes, quarterback coming in the next right, week. That's right. And there was so much anticipation and it's just the bubble just got burst the in that bub- game. Bubble. 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 Another Cardinals Jared, game. You don't even have a bubble for us today. A bubble. What is I, wrong with I you? I lunged forward, <laughs> and I was too late by the time you moved on. The uh, they are who they thought they were. Cardinals loss on Monday Night Football to the Bears got quite a few write-ins. Uh, Cheese Doodle Dad says I'm from Cleveland. There is not enough time for Sarah to read through all of the embarrassing losses. He's from Cleveland. Isn't that weird? <laughs> <laughs> and then Edward Casper says I don't predicate my sense of self worth on what my favorite sports teams do. I don't get embarrassed when a team loses a game. Well, good on you, How Ed. How does it feel to be better than yeah. the rest of us, Ed? Turn off the radio. We don't good want you. Good on you, Ed. 
You highly evolved individual. I'm smarter well, than all of you. Better than the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Make it like your last name and be a ghost. Okay, bye. Oh, oh snap! Dang. I meant it too. Just kidding. Thanks, Ed. Thanks for tweeting us. All right, final question, that, guys. That won't happen again. <laughs> Come on. All right, let's get to the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, We were talking about Byron Murphy Jr., his departure now at the Minnesota Vikings. There are three corners on the Cardinals roster at the moment. Marco Wilson, Christian Matthew, and Nate Hairston. Open-ended question about the Arizona Cardinals. Which position group are you most concerned about right now? Yes. Ah. Applicable. The answer is yes. Um, Maybe it should have been which one do you feel most confident in? Yeah, that's tougher to narrow down, isn't it? I don't feel, I mean, linebacker, I guess you feel confident with the personnel that they have under contract. Other than other than that, safety you feel great about. Other than that, there's question marks all over the, yeah. All over the roster. Yeah, the, yes, yes, there is. They don't even have really a roster now. I mean, come on. Right. Yeah, yeah it hasn't taken shape yet. Mm-hmm. No. Cornerback. Got a lot of responses. Yes, got a lot of responses. All got a lot of responses. So did D-line and O-line. More so D-line, though. Uh, social studies class clown says they seem to be set at kicker. I am equally worried about all of the other positions. They seem to be set at kicker. <laughs> but, they have a 900-year-old but, kicker. But again, here's the thing <laughs> about good football. You, you, we all know this to be true. We all, we all see this on a weekly basis. A lot of uh, uh, there's not a lot of difference makers in the NFL. You you can field a football team full of people you've never heard of and have 75 percent of a competent football team. You can have an offensive yep. lineman of, you've never heard of before. You know, oh wow, well, yeah. And it's the same thing for I would say 80 percent of the positions on a football field. So yeah. if Monty Austin Fort knows what he's doing. The team won't be embarrassing as long as the quarterback's got a clue. But in kind of the but, theme of this social again, studies, does any of it really matter? Does anything matter? Does yeah. anything matter? Look internally. Right. Well, you know, it doesn't matter. Dan Bickley running away with Mock Oh, that's oh my right. Let's 60% get to that. Of the vote. I, I kind of had the feeling yesterday. I'm like, yeah, okay, this, this, is, I, this is one of my rare, yeah. Green things. I, I don't even think it matters. I think it was the first pick. Yes. Yeah, Money, right. the Masters <laughs> right. Green Jacket, that's Shrek, Green, green Day in the fourth day. round was pretty good, too. Yeah. Green Day is a bad band. 18% for me, 11% for Vince, 105 for Jarrett. Really, Jared? Sir, that upsets you? Do you, do you the have the fire. time to fire. listen to me whine? <laughs> hey, Ferret! No. Okay. Heads up, Ferret! That, that is too harsh. They're fine. <laughs> it's getting weird in here. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it Thank you, Sarah. Thanks, guys. Social studies every day at uh, 9 o'clock at Bickley underscore Murata. Coming up next, Suns get a win. Can they keep it going over the weekend in Oklahoma City? That and the rest of the NBA news next. It's Bickley Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata mornings. I don't know if he got hit in his hip or we're not sure yet. He just... You know, he he pushed through it because when I was looking at his face, you know, there's a you know soreness face and then there's a, a pain face, and I saw pain. Um, and he was like, "Coach, it's only four minutes. I can I can push through it." So, but I'm not quite sure what happened. I just saw him 
I didn't see it until he was kind of laboring to get back to the other side of the floor or get to the bench. Monty Williams on DeAndre Ayton last night. It didn't look like D.A. was going to be able to finish the game. There was a timeout where he struggled to get off the floor, stayed on the floor for quite some time, never went down, was standing up, but he did have that pain look on his face, Bic, mm-hmm. and uh, struggled to walk to the bench, and I figured, all right, well, I'm going to be without DeAndre Ayton for a while. To his credit, he finished the game. I'm very curious to see what that soreness uh, looks like, oh, yeah. you know, what exactly the injury was, yep. um, and you know how much time potentially it could cost DeAndre Ayton, and if it doesn't cost time, how much it affects him, because right now, in this treading water phase that the Phoenix Suns are in before Kevin Durant comes back, they need everybody healthy and contributing to their, their maximum level uh, potential to, to, to yeah. win these games, and that's that's the key. Continue to win games. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. And, and I think the way the Kevin Durant story is sort of progressing, the latest being that he was putting up shots yesterday, but that's pretty much all he's done. Yeah, the right? video, I think Dwayne Rankin was the, was uh, who put the video out from, from Shoot Around, and, mm-hmm. and the, the footage that he did publish was Kevin Durant taking basically set shots. Not yeah, a lot of jumping, not a lot of movement I with know. the lower body. Yeah, listen, and and the more the more this goes without more stuff happening, I'm just I, I I'm used to basketball players shaking off rolled ankles. Yes. Walking it off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and the fact that this thing is being treated with such kid gloves, I can't help but avoid the kind of what is this all about, especially the stuff that's been put into my head about this. Uh, when you take a look at the Suns' immediate schedule, they have to play the Thunder in Oklahoma City on Sunday. The Thunder, not necessarily a good team, but they are young and athletic like the Magic last night, and they, they have something to play for. Yeah, they're playing they're still for a playoff spot. Yeah. So there's that. Then you've got the Lakers in Los Angeles on Wednesday. That game obviously is going to mean a lot to the Lakers. Then you've got to go to Sacramento the following Friday. Then you come home to play the 76ers the next day at home. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's a tough turnaround. So and and then you've got the Jazz and then then there's a Timberwolves game at home that you're like okay hopefully that's a breath hopefully that's a chance to catch your breath hopefully the Jazz game will be the same although the Timberwolves are playing better no. recently I think I I look at the end schedule and then you you see teams like you know the Clippers then the Lakers pop up again the Nuggets are there they got to handle business they got two games against the Thunder they Hopefully they'll win both. They've got to win one. They've got to beat the Spurs. You got to beat the Jazz, and you got to beat the T Wolves. And then pick and choose a victory or two out of the rest, depending on when KD gets back. And you should be in okay shape. Uh-huh. And again, I th- I'll take my chances with this basketball team and a healthy Kevin Durant, top six seed. I'm cool. Right, you get to that, then job well done. No quibbles from me. Well, I mean, I don't care if you're three, four, five, or six. In situations like this, you know, the mind spins a little bit. And you think of all all possible scenarios. Is it at all possible that what you just said is kind of the stance the Suns are taking behind closed doors? Yes. He's healthy. Yes. And, and treading water happens and you're mm-hmm. a top six team. Then you can unleash Kevin Durant on exactly. the world with only three games of semi-useful footage and Mm -hmm. and film to to draw experience from. Mm -hmm. It might be, I mean, there might be an element to that. I don't think anything's 100% real, 
But I think there's probably elements to but all of this. I would say this. I would say, uh, quite honestly, I would say that the Phoenix Suns have already proven that, that it, you talk about all these peripheral guys that they really don't know what they're doing around Kevin Durant. And all that is accurate. When the playoffs get here, it ain't going to matter. The ball is going to go from Chris Paul to either DeAndre Ayton, Devin Booker, or Kevin Durant. Uh-huh. And they're going to generate, hopefully, 80% of the offense. That's why he's here. So that's what the whole thing is going to be. So all these things we're worried about now really aren't going to matter. As long as you've got a functional team that makes good decisions and makes enough shots and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, we know that when KD is back, the Suns do get free throws. He he gets superstar calls. Yes. He'll shoot free throws. So so I think there might even be a benefit to holding him out as long as possible because I think the ability for Devin Booker and Chris Paul to successfully assimilate and play with Kevin Durant is greater than the ability for teams to know how to defend them. So – Put less, put less on film. I think if I if I'm the Suns and I'm reading this properly, I think that's exactly what they're doing. I think if they'd have lost last night's game, which they could have very easily done, if they'd have lost last night's game, I, I think maybe maybe they're talking about getting KD back. The time tell accelerates. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's all fluid. I really do. And I think I think the I think there's a wish list, and that is just stay above water until we can unleash him mm-hmm. and unleash Fury. Okay, unleash cool him. Right. Yeah. This is, again... Does that change if they lose on Sunday? (laughs) Might. It might, because this is one of the games that it's on the road. It's against a team that I would put a notch above Orlando and a team that's actually playing for something. Uh, But, you know, it's... I don't know. It's 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 buckle up time. It really is. And and I think it just, you know, you get this win on Sunday. I think now you're back and now you're back to being 7 games over 500. Mm-hmm. If you win on Sunday. Yes. Now you're in a decent cushion. You're still sitting there firmly in fourth and and now you kind of you, you can absorb a couple of losses. That's the way you got to look at it. Yep. Uh, you can text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. We got uh, March Madness action. Pac-12 team in action right now. USC trailing Michigan State early. Uh, nine to six, and the women's tournament getting underway too. The uh, seventh ranked Arizona Wildcats trying to erase Some the say memories. The only Arizona Wildcat team that matters. Uh, the people care. Certainly, the only one still playing. They're up twenty four fourteen in the first half against West Virginia. First quarter, excuse West me. Girl. I forgot yes. women's basketball They've, quarters are not halves. Everyone yeah. is quarters except for college men's basketball. Yeah, yeah, you know, and again, isn't it about time for men's college basketball to get with the program? Yeah, the here? one holdout doesn't make sense. Again, globally, uh, globally. Everything about college is to prepare occupants for the working world. What are you doing for basketball players? You're giving them a working environment, nothing like the professional model. Yeah, but they're only staying on campus for about 15 minutes on average. So, But the kids, Vinny, the kids. It's like teaching them the recorder when no one knows how to do taxes. Right. Right. Dan Bickley believes that children are our future. No, I've seen the children. We have no future. <laughs> Cameron, that one was for you. Wow. <laughs> That's a joke. There you go. Uh, coming up next, uh, we will hit the sports kebab. Jarrett Carlin, I'm sure a very therapeutic edition of the kebab this week. As uh, straight ahead, Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Look, I got kids. You think I care where they're at? Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Welcome back to Bickley and Murata Mornings. 
We are going to our website, ArizonaSports.com, as Jarrett Carlin gets ready for what's going to be a tremendous sports kebab. Today's poll question, guys, now that Arizona is out of the men's tournament, which remaining Arizona school will go further? <laughs> ASU or GCU? <laughs> They both play today. I'm going to go with ASU. Okay. Vic? Yeah, ASU. And it might be just by virtue of them playing a later game. (laughs) That's right. 435 versus 705. Just might be a slave to the clock there. 78% say ASU will go further. 22% voted for GCU. There you go. There's today's riveting. Woo! Sanderson Ford Poll Never been asked before. On the homepage of ArizonaSports.com. Are you joking? 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 It's sports news skewered. The sports kebab. I, I teased it as therapeutic. I did that without knowing what your subject matter is today, but I was just kind of yeah. guessing, Jerry. Right. You guessed right. Yeah, okay. I, I do have to start off by apologizing for my voice. I kind of lost it yesterday after two hours of screaming obscenities in Estonian at the TV for some reason. But this is, yes, this is the sports kebab. It is sports news scored. And guys, I am still thinking about yesterday. I'm still thinking about that sorry excuse for a performance. I'm still thinking about how maybe I thought I'd be entertained by viewing that crap. I'm still thinking about how I wasted my time watching that group of sad, pathetic, embarrassing losers. But enough about the impractical jokers. (laughs) Yes. Well, uh, you know, Puxatani Phil has Groundhog Day. Santa Claus has Christmas. And the impractical jokers have the NCAA tournament, where it's the one time of year, nonstop, that they appear on your TV screens seemingly out of nowhere. If you've ever forgotten to change the channel, after watching games on True TV, you've seen this group of middle-aged schlubs pull hidden camera pranks on people. It's kind of like the show Punked, but if instead of Ashton Kutcher... It starred the cab driver who took Ashton Kutcher to the studio. (laughs) Seriously, the impractical jokers are like matzo balls to me. Okay, they're like matzo balls to me. They're white, lumpy, and I only ever think of them one time of year at the beginning of spring. I just don't get the appeal of that show. Look, if I want to watch a middle-aged clown humiliate himself in front of a large audience, I'll watch Tommy Lloyd in the tournament as well. Yeah, let's get into it, guys. Another embarrassing, horrible, terrible exit from the tournament from my beloved U of A Wildcats. The number two cats were upset by number 15, Princeton, in the first round. You would think that when you have the highest academic standards, when you have the best education, the hardest curriculum, and the smartest students, you wouldn't be good at basketball. And yesterday, the University of Arizona proved that true. There you go. (laughs) That might be the funniest joke you've ever told on the kebab. No, but as a diehard U of A fan, it's just so frustrating. Every year, a great regular season. And then you flame out when it matters. Yes, whenever the Wildcats have expectations and you think they'll make a run, put it in the bank. The SVB bank. Ah, The signature bank. (laughs) 
I mean, I haven't seen someone consistently flop like this since Fosbury. Oh, Fosbury. Yes, he I just died, no, I know, I know, I know. R.I.P. to the legendary high jumper Dick Fosbury. Yes, Dick Fosbury died this week and was most famous for the Fosbury flop, right? The Fosbury flop. Yeah, yeah I guess we're just lucky they named that move after his last name. <laughs> But man, uh, back to U of A, what a disaster. Excellent joke. (laughs) What a disaster from U of A. I mean, they went down (laughs) fast. You're right there. I can't believe I got to do that joke, by the way. Um, What a disaster. I can't believe it either. Well, it's one of those head. jokes where you don't say anything and you let the people say the bad stuff in their own exactly, head. It's right. perfect. But what a disaster from U of A. They went down faster than Edwin Diaz during a celebration. <gasps> oh, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I do feel bad for Mets pitcher Edwin Diaz. He injured himself during the World Baseball Classic and will now miss the season. I mean, what a sad scene that was. This is actually live audio from him walking off the field that day. <laughs> But back to the Wildcats because it drives me crazy. I mean, we have great players, but they're not the right type of great players. Where's the athleticism? Sure, Azula Sabellis is fundamentally sound, but the guy has the vertical leap of a live golfer. (laughs) And then there's Kerr Krissa. The guy has the showmanship of Madonna, the swagger of Jordan, and the basketball ability of Madonna. (laughs) I just hate it so much. If you thought it was painful to watch live last night, last night I rewatched it with my nephew in the animated style of Big City Greens. I don't get Big it. Well, did you see that? So what happened was the Disney animated a hockey game this week in the style of their hit. Big City Greens. Did you see okay. this at all, this story? There was oh. an animated, yeah. Well, they did the same for U of A versus Princeton, and it actually wasn't that difficult to animate since Tommy Lloyd already looks exactly like a cartoon gerbil. <laughs> Ow! Yeah, so well, let's leave those Wildcats away because we'll close with professional basketball news because the Suns got a big win versus the Magic, and they did so in front of superstar actress Emma Stone. Yeah! You saw her, Vinny, right? I did not see her. I knew she was there, but I never even, I never saw where she was. Well, she was on hand with the Suns researching her latest movie. It's a sequel again about someone who goes west with hopes of becoming a star only to be disappointed. It's called La La Landry. No. (laughs) Landry. Landry. Yes. Yes. There you go. Wow. Oh, that was it? That yeah, was, my voice oh, can't do anymore. On. Sorry. Fosbury. The Fosbury flop. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jarrett. The uh, sports kebab. Listen, I, I've Friday. got nothing but contempt for Dick Fosbury because Dick Fosbury was one of the reasons that gym teachers in my era and Vinny's era thought that it was perfectly natural for kids to do all these outrageous acts of track and field. Right? 
Now, fortunately, they never let us experiment with pole vaulting because no. we would have impaled ourselves. Yeah. Or someone else. But I felt the same way about the high jump. Yeah, dude. Like, I that's like not high something jump. I've ever tried before, and I don't want to do it. I, I don't want to jump backwards blindly. Dude, I, I <laughs> remember going onto the track in high school for hurdles, and I'm like, you want me to jump over six of those? Can I get a ladder? Come on. Those events are fun. If you're jump. good at track and field, oh, I'm, sure it's pl- I'm sure it was very fun yeah, for you. Snowboarding I was, was fun for people that are good at that yeah. too. I didn't. It did not enjoy it. I was a, I was a you know track and field star. Yeah, but yeah. I, I did have an, I did have the aversion to the high jump because the idea of turning your back and it was it was always I could never really? get the yeah yeah it's weird. I liked it. I was a long and triple jump star though. A star, star? Yeah. a star. How'd you? Do I it? went to the states in a triple jump. The states. Nobody says states. that you went. You went to the. You went to state. Anybody who's been to state. state knows how to say it. You went to state. Don't expose me like that. Dude. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Congratulations, Uncle Rico. Oh! I can high jump over that mountain. Right. <laughs> I want you to race gamble. Oh is what my I want. gosh! By the way, that's what I want. You Jay. would outstride him in a second. You just can't. I, fall I wonder off what's going hand. on. Gambo was talking about taking up pickleball. Okay. Mm-hmm. I sent a text to Bernsey during their show while they were talking. Bernsey, so I want to play Gambo and pickleball, and I haven't heard word one since. Oh, that's I wonder why that would be. Yeah. I mean, Gambo's good. He shot out his wife. <laughs> I beat her. Finish up the show, Ferret. We're out of here. Yeah, what he said. Yeah. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Weekly and Murata. Song of the day. This song is very, very popular and very ubiquitous. Dropkick Murphys on St. Paddy's Day. And if you write it out, St. Paddy's Day, P-A-D-D-Y apostrophe S. So, you know, it's not Paddy. In Ireland, St. Patrick is Padre Paddy. It's not right? St. Paddy Cazell Day. Exactly. That's a different day. Right. That's, That's a different day. day. That's a different day. Padrick Harrington. Yeah. I like St. Patrick's Day. That's because you grew up in the Midwest. It's a much bigger deal, I think. All right, huge point in Chicago, yeah. Unofficial ranking of uh, the quote-unquote drinking holidays in the United States. St. Patrick's Day, New Year's Eve, Cinco de Mayo. Dan Bickley, go. Oh! Sorry, say Um, this again. St. Patrick's Day, New Year's Eve, Cinco de Mayo. St. Patrick's Day, New Year's Eve, Cinco de... That's my order. No, yeah, that's my Cinco order. Cinco 1, St. Patrick's Day 2, and you I'm guys. cutting New Year's Eve. That's the order. But then again, you are a huge fan of Mexican beer. C- Cinco de Mayo so has the biased. best food. Of- There's no doubt about that. Wait, you know, like corned beef and cabbage, Ferret? What do you think I, of corned beef and cabbage? I, I like cabbage. You don't like corned beef? Uh, I, I like it okay. It's not my favorite, though. It's not. <laughs> cabbage. My son was concerned about you. He texted me and asked if you were going through puberty, Jared. <laughs> You're yes. the first time. We're so proud. I'm now is that I'm turning really, into Furman. Is that the result of yelling at the game yesterday? Uh, or partially. It, or is it the thing? Uh, I don't know. I just woke up with a not being able to talk. Anyway, uh, happy St. Patrick's Day. Prayers. 
little dropkick Murphys to get you in the mood if you're not already partaking in the festivities. That's today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. Yeah, tournament action continuing. It will not continue with Arizona eliminated in shocking fashion yesterday to 15th seeded Princeton. Um, uh, so ASU is alive. GCU is alive. The possibility that those two teams could play each other on Sunday mm. is still alive. It's imp- improbable, but it is possible. So I've got our brackets here uh, for yeah. our little show challenge. All right. I, I, it doesn't matter what I do every year. I'm always in last place well, from the what, get-go. Again, so what are your expectations? I want to win, damn no, it. I, no, I know that, but, <laughs> but do, you, do you want to get X amount of game? Do you expect to get X amount? Do you follow the sport close enough to where you think you can? You should be you know, getting a real high percentage of picks right No, I, I, I just... Uh, right. The luck would even out once in a while. And I tell people this all the time because this time of the year, it's one of the things that I get, who do you like in the tournament? Who, who should I take in my bracket? Don't ask me. Mm-hmm. Because my level of, of consumption of college basketball has waned considerably over the years. But it doesn't matter. The less you know, the better you do. Jay Billis, again, yeah. knows more about college basketball than anybody on the planet. And he's, his bracket's busted. And it was busted early yesterday because he picked Arizona to win the whole thing. It doesn't matter. Um, can I unveil all of our final four picks? Is that cool? Yeah. Absolutely. I have Alabama, Marquette, Houston, and Kansas. With all that Bama drama? Houston Bama looked drama. So good yesterday. No, and Marcus Sasser's hurt, and he might not be able to go for the rest of the, or at least in the next game. Sarah Cazell, Alabama, Duke, Texas, UCLA. I went out on a limb with that last one. Dan Bickley. Who? Your bracket's already taken the biggest blow. You had mm-hmm. Arizona, Marquette, Houston, and UCLA. Mm-hmm. Two Pac-12 teams. Dang. Uh, Jarrett went with Alabama, Marquette, Texas, and Kansas. So a lot of bleed over there. Uh, we shall see. It might be. And now in- there's just a lot of blood. <laughs> just a lot of blood. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. That's just very do funny. Nine o'clock hour, you Thank guys, you. ruthless. My friend, put my away fr- the knives. I, my friend, <laughs> my friend lives in the Bay Area. Was going to drive to the Sacramento game oh. to watch U of A yesterday. His car got in an accident on the way there. His so car said, did with him in it. So I texted him. Would it have been better or worse? Is it better or worse that you were not at that game? And he said. I would be in jail for murder if I was there. So hard to say. <laughs> hard to say. Uh, Ouch. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Have a uh, safe St. Patrick's and Day weekend. And uh, we will catch you on Monday. Thanks to Chris Cartman for joining us. And uh, Wolf and Luke are up next here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. We leave you with this. When you're doing uh, the radio show, Bickley and Murata mornings every day is the greatest sports day of the year. This person just wants me to sound stupid on the air. Fairly Dickinson fairly kicked Texas Southern's Dickinson. Paul Goldsmith. Right? Paul. Paul. Goldsmith. Goldsmith. Hello. Hello. Hey. 2085. 2085.
Look, not for nothing, 28-5. Carol O'Connor. <laughs> They've got something coming out of the side of their neck. <laughs> I'll have the capicola. Managot. Gabagool. Kermit the Frog here. Uh, what about this Giannis guy? The most important offseason for the Arizona Cardinals. Put right. him up, put him up. Don't throw the ball to Stonehenge. Hey, but, uh, hey, but, uh, Anybody want a peanut? Bill Lovey Smith, a statue. <laughs> woof, woof, woof. <laughs> bears, the bears. Pew, 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 pew. Shots. Yeah. Shots. Shots. Explosives. <laughs> what a dorch. 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 Son of a beach-up. <laughs> Son of a beach-up. I still have PTSD from uh-huh. being followed around by an evil clown. Patrick Peterson in Pittsburgh. Popping your peas. Well, they say pi r squared, but I say no pi r rounds. Tuesday? It's Tuesday, not Wednesday. Deep fried bone. It's a lot of plaid shirts. I'm not greasy. <laughs> getting mono. I feel naked. Excellent okay. point, devil Tuki. My problem wasn't my brain getting ready to explode. It was another organ. Follow us, you absolute losers.